hey guys i feel like it's been so long since i've talked to you probably because i've been telling myself to record this episode for a week now but it's like every day that i say i'm going to something comes up and then i get home at like 9 or 10 and i'm so tired but anyways it is november 3rd at 9 30 a.m i decided to i was like you know what i'm home i might as well because i have nothing better to do before we get into today's episode, I think I want to do kind of like a life update because as I've been progressing through this podcast, I've kind of see like, I've kind of noticed the structure I want to kind of go things by. So I'll do like a life update. I've started because I really like episode four because I use like references, which definitely helped me be able to expand and like express myself better. You guys remember that podcast that I said I was going to be a guest speaker on? So I went and it was really cool and I really, I loved it. The people were amazing. You guys should check it out. Um, She, Me, Her on YouTube with um Jumura Tara Johnson. Uh, she, her and her co-host her co are like the most amazing people ever. We had a very good conversation about just, um... I think the title was changing the narrative of the brown girl and just a lot of the stereotypes and myths that are associated with black women. And I think that's a good way to start off um, today's episode because today's episode is on self-doubt and sense of identity. Now, this one, I have I have a good amount of notes because this is something that I can speak on for days. I'm going to try to like make this episode 40-ish minutes depending on how I'm feeling. But where this episode stems from is, you know, as I've kind of grown into myself, you know, created a definition so that no one else can define me for me. I have a lot of traits <laughs> that a lot of people may not like. I'm very I'm very assertive. I'm very direct. And a lot of times people mistaken my assertiveness for aggression and my directness for disrespect. But that is just who I am. I when I know what I'm talking about and I'm confident in the things I'm saying, you're going to see that. I'm not going to hesitate. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. Um, you know, that I'll get into that later, but that was like really funny and it definitely took a while for me to come to this point you know i have like struggled with like self-doubt and sense of identity before in the past and i still do from time to time and let's see it's been so long since i recorded an episode i forgot how how i be how i words i forgot how i like like to record it so first thing i want to get into Defining yourself so no one can make a definition for you. This kind of goes with the whole theme of this season. Why am I the way that I am? Why am I doing all of this? Easter egg. But the first little subchapter I want to get into is confidence. I Who was I watching? I think I men mentioned this in the last episode, but The Wizard Liz on YouTube, she is amazing. I love her videos. She makes a lot of good points. And I love the way she speaks. She's very well articulate. And you can tell she has an advanced way of thinking. But she says, how can you be confident in something that you don't know? 
and when you sit and think about that a lot of the times people are like oh like how do i be confident um how can i like stand up for myself how do i you know but you don't know yourself you don't know your strengths you don't know your values what are your personality traits that you take pride in what is your motivation these are questions that you have to know before you can be confident in yourself because how can you be confident in something you don't know you this is your life you have to know yourself like the back of your hand you cannot have people other people knowing you better than you know yourself because that's where the self-doubt comes in that's where you lose a sense of identity that's where the confusion comes in you have to be secure you have to be secure in who you are as a person so when inevitably people will challenge you challenge who you are you're able to push back and say no i know who i am and i'm letting you know um anywho i think this kind of relates to something that's been happening in my life um <laughs> i'm definitely a very I'm a very direct person the way that I speak. I articulate myself very well. I have a high, I have a very advanced vocabulary for people my age. I think it's really funny because a lot of adults will hear, will hear me speak and they're like, bro, where did you come from? <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I don't know. I'm just here. You're just here. I'm just living life. And it's really interesting to to kind of interact with people my age who may not be able to express themselves as well as I do because a lot I've noticed a lot of intimidation even though there's nothing intimidating about me if you know me you know I'm a very I'm a very upbeat I'm a very fun person I am very much an extrovert I love talking to people I will have like a full-on conversation with you at like five minutes of meeting you because that's just kind of how I am and I love I love learning from people. So if I'm asking questions, if I'm pushing back, that is not me, you know, saying that you're wrong. I don't like it. That's me saying like, hmm, that is an interesting way of thinking. Let me hear more. But those are like kind of things you have to know about yourself in order to be confident. One of the reasons my confidence has grown a lot was because you know, like I like I've said in previous episodes, growing up, I definitely was not the most confident. I was an introvert. I was very shy. I was quiet. I didn't speak. Like, you know, me, I've learned how to project my voice naturally. That was something I struggled with. Um, also, speaking up for myself when needed. That was another thing that I wasn't quite there yet with. And then how... I don't even know how I how I like overcame this but I think it just got to a point where um you know where they say like the good thing about rock bottom is that there's only one way to go which is up that is so true because all right rock bottom yeah it sucks I'm not even gonna lie but once you hit rock bottom there is really only one way to go and I know I know it sounds bad, but like that low key is motivation in itself, because at that point, it's like it can't possibly get worse than this. No decision I make can result in anything like anything more bad happening. <laughs> so with me, I just with with me knowing my strengths, 
I know that I'm a very good speaker. I love the public speaking. So definitely exposing yourselves to things outside of your comfort zone. Like I said, I did speech and debate a lot. That was um that was something because you know, even though it's just it's on like the child level, getting up and speaking in, in front of a bunch of people, that is a lot of pressure. But if you're able to to be like not let me not use the word confident just yet if you're able to understand and value the things that you're saying regardless of who you're speaking to you will be confident and it's easier said than done definitely but once again it's about knowing yourself you know what are your what are your personality traits because like i said me me i'm very extroverted so i like to use that to my advantage um I can have conversations easily with people. That is me, and I know not everyone may be like that, but that is another that is a that is an aspect of myself that I place my confidence. Another thing is knowing your um like what is your motivation? Like why are you doing all of this? For me, like yes, I have I have my like goals and aspirations of being like a diplomat and attorney, you know, some something cool. I don't know what I'm going to major in in college. Whatever sounds cool at the time. Probably going to go to law school because um, I'm definitely into like the paralegal studies. But my actual goal in life is just to meet as many people as I can. Because I don't know what it is, but just gaining insight on where people have come from, how like how those experiences in their lives have shaped them into the person they are today, essentially act- answering the question, why are you the way that you are? That is really my goal in life. Because, you know, me as a Caribbean woman um, that immigrated to the U.S., I have a lot of different um, standpoints on things that even like American women may have. You know, I'll have conversations and because of how we grew up, how we were raised, we have different like views and opinions. And I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing, but I find it interesting. And I may not under I may not understand or agree, but even just seeing like, hmm, there are other ways of thinking. I think I'll probably do an episode on like philosophy and like maybe touch on religion because that's another thing that I I I'm definitely interested in in the sense of just the different ways of thinking and seeing the world. Um that was like a whole um <laughs> that was like a whole spiel. But as I was doing research for this as I was doing research for this um a quote that I want to reference Erica Myers, she is um she's a counselor in Oregon and she explains that having a well-developed sense of identity is hugely beneficial in helping us make choices in life. From things as small as favorite foods to large concerns per- like personal values, knowing what comes from our own self versus what comes from others allows us to live authentically. And I like that. She says allows us to live authentically. Because you want to live your life for you and no one else. You, what do they say? You come into this world alone and you leave this world alone. And I find peace in that. I know a lot of times that is scary because it's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do after this? I have my best friend or my significant other. I don't want to leave them. And ooh, another thing I can talk about is the art of detachment. Because that wasn't in my notes, but that's something that popped up. You just have to realize that everyone is on their own 
journey of life by themselves. So your past may intercross for a few moments in the grand scheme of things, but you also have to know when it is time to continue to go on your own journey and not follow theirs. Because I want food. I don't know why I got up and started recording without eating food. Anyways, <laughs> a question you need to ask yourself is, do my choices reflect my own interests or someone else's? Now, when I heard this, I was like, oh, that's a good question. Because a lot of the time, there was a point in my there was a point in my life where I realized a lot of the things that the a lot of the things that I thought were making me happy were because I was doing it for other people. And for a while I didn't see anything wrong with that. Maybe, you know, I I find pride in making other people happy. And yes, that is a good attribute to have, but that is not that is not who that is not all you should be. Because there were times where I would sacrifice myself a lot for the people around me, which is to a certain extent is not good when it is deteriorating like your self-identity. I don't know how I want to phrase that, but I hope you guys see what I mean. Um, I feel like I've been talking a lot. We're going to do a little interlude. I have a dog. She's a, um, she is a Chihuahua Yorkie. She's really annoying. She's cute, but she's so annoying because why do you not stop barking? And then she loves to scratch at my doors in the morning when she like hears the slightest bit of movement. And I'm like, bro, I'm sleeping. Leave me alone. And then she knows when I'm not sleeping. And she's like, come on, I want to play. And I'm like, it's seven in the morning. Leave me alone. And it's like, like at least three times a week, my mom is like, I want to get rid of this dog. And then the other like four times, she's like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. I love you. And it's really funny because like, I agree the same as well. But that was my little interlude so I could catch my breath. <laughs> um you know what what makes you happy you have to set goals for yourself that a lot of people may not understand but if you can see your vision you can see your end goal that is all that matters because the next little chapter i want to get into is that some people aren't going to understand your vision and that is okay i do understand you know looking for support and validation in other people but that is going to throw you off if you don't get the answers you want to hear. Because not everyone is going to agree with what you want to do or how you want to do it. They are going to tell you ways that they would do it, which may not align with how you are as a person. Which is why I say having a definition for yourself, your personality traits, your strengths, your weaknesses, your motivation, because it is not going to align with everyone else. And that is okay. A lot of my closest friends, we do not think the same way. We do not approach situations um, in the same aspect. And that is okay, because we know that is who we are as a person. And that is how we handle things. And I say, stop looking for validation in other people, whether it's your best friend, your mother, your sister, I don't care. Because if you, I've found a lot of times, like with me and like people around me, if you are so passionate about an idea, you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to change the world. This is going to better my life. And then you ask someone, what do you think? A lot of the times, 
one of two things is going to happen. People are going to project their doubts and insecurities. When I say that, I say a lot of people will be envious about your goals and aspirations. They will hear your ideas and wish that they had the strength to do that and in return will try to discourage you. Mind you, it has nothing to do with you. It doesn't mean you have a bad idea or that you're not worthy of, you're not capable of doing what you want. It is simply a reflection of how they feel about themselves, which is why I say stop looking for validation in other people. Um, or another thing that will happen is that they will not fully understand what you're saying, which is once again, it's not up to you to make them understand. And they will try to discourage you in a sense of, well, are you sure that's even possible? How are you going to do this? Or even if you do explain how, it's like, ah, I don't know if that will work. Stop looking for validation in other people. Understand where to draw the line when seeking support and approval. You know, I understand with certain things in this life, you do need support and approval. But understand where to draw the line because there's a thin line where people will overstep that boundary and start to influence your decision making where you'll start to ask yourself, do my choices reflect my own interests or someone else's? Oh my gosh, I've been rambling for a lot. It's been 17 minutes. Oh my gosh. Anywho. Okay. Let me see if I can remember this. A quote, something somebody told me. They said, it was a good quote, and I'm trying to remember. It was essentially saying that you need to keep your ideas to yourself until you are executing them. Because a lot of people will not see your vision until it is physically in front of them. And that is okay. Because with me, there have been times where, like, I say, I, um... Like, a dumb example. In middle school, I said that I was going to finish with, like, half my high school requirements. Um, They're like, oh, how, like, I purposely kept this from people because a lot of times it's like, oh, how are you going to do that? That's a lot of work. That's a lot of this. Then I got to high school, and I'm like, oh, yeah, credit-wise, I'm a junior. They're like, what? How did you do that? I'm like, I did it. (laughs) And I say things with that because I use that example because let's say I did you know, want support and approval from those around me, I would have gotten told that, no, that is too much pressure. That is too overwhelming. You can't handle it. And then that's where they start getting in your head. You start doubting yourself. You start not understanding who you are. But with that example, I could say that I knew myself and I knew what I could handle and I knew what I was doing it for. I was doing it for myself and I was doing it for no one else. So that is where I was able to have that sense of confidence in that aspect of my life where I was like, listen, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this for me and me only because I know I can. Oi, this is a good episode. Let me, I should, do I have water? I don't think I have water in like reach, reachable distance. Ah, Anyways, my my next little spiel that I want to get into, identity crisis. This is kind of where I was talking about hitting rock bottom because at some point, I think identity crisis identity crises, those are really valuable. <laughs> 
And I remember there was a point in my life where people were like, Jade, you're having an existential crisis like every other month. And I'm like, I know, I know. And it was, looking back, it was really funny just seeing how like, I find it funny because I look at the world from a grand, like a bigger picture and realizing how insignificant a lot of our um, experiences are. But I'm just like, Jade, you were you were like questioning yourself every other month. But the good thing is that once I answered those questions, I became very secure in who I was because it got to a point where like, oh, my gosh, Jade, you haven't had an identity crisis in almost a year. And I'm like, yeah, because I have a sense of identity. <laughs> and it's easier said than done. Trust me. Trust me. I hate I hate when people are like, yeah, you need to get to know yourself. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, you can say that, but it's really, ooh, it's really about how. You know, like I've referred to before, a lot of questions you have to ask yourself. What is it that makes you happy? And with that question, you have to be very specific because... If your answer somehow relates to someone else or some greater cause, that that that, that that's not a good answer. Me, um, I want to get into baking because the experience I do have, I really like it. Just simply just watching this, like watching the cake rise, mixing the stuff together, definitely eating it because especially when it's good. Just simple stuff like that that kind of build who you are as a person because yeah you know baking may seem um insignificant on itself but when you add that to other traits that make up who you are as a person you become you become an individual you can say that there is no one else like you because you have created yourself um i think the the identity crisis aspect definitely stems off of imposter syndrome because a lot of the times, because, you know, it was funny. I think in the last episode, I was like, with the with me being a guest speaker on the podcast, I'm like, bro, why am I here? Why me? But then as I was there, I realized I know why me. Because the person that I am today is someone who speaks up for what they believe in, who is not afraid to talk about controversial issues because I am secure in my opinion and I will not let anyone else try to try to change my mind on the things that I know about. So that's kind of where... Because I'm not sure how I ended off the last episode, but imposter syndrome, once again, just having that self, that sense of self-identity and trying to, trying to block out all the negative, the negative, negative what? What's the word? The negative comments. Brain fart. Try to block out the negative comments, whether it is from other people or especially yourself, because something that I can definitely relate to is that my biggest downfall was myself. It was me telling myself like, mm, I don't know if I can do this. What if I'm not good enough? Sometimes I'd stop myself from even trying. And just like in fear of definitely in fear of failing. But once I kind of got over that, that was like. Some things I had to tell myself was, listen, there's only one way to know, and that's to try. You will never know if you'll succeed if you don't even try. And let's say you try and you don't succeed. All right, big whoop, try again. (laughs) 
failure has ooh, failure has as much significance as you give it. If you like quote unquote fail and you're sitting and you're like, oh my gosh, I just failed, da da da. That's where you give it power over yourself. That's where you start to label yourself as a failure, um, um, incapable of doing certain things, regardless of what happened. That is where you start to get an inaccurate definition of yourself. So my thing on failure is that a failure is only a failure if you don't try again. Because think about it. Let's say you do something. You don't succeed the first time. You try again. You, you try again. Maybe succeed the second time or the third or the fourth. If you didn't keep trying, you would have never succeeded. Therefore, it would have ended as a failure. Now, when you did try again, you ended up succeeding. Sure, you quote-unquote failed at some point in the journey, but at the end of the day, you did succeed. I hope that makes sense, because, like, I'm working on, like, I have a couple brain cells active right now. Normally, it's, like, two when I'm tired, but I said we have, like, a side five, which is really good. But uh, another thing, ooh, one main thing that was like a big identity crisis for me was that I realized that I had to be a functioning member of society. And I know, I know to most people, they're like, duh. But bro, I have to like take part in like the economy. And like, they're talking about like in, in inflation and and banks and i'm like what do i have to do with all of this that was like something i'd mentioned that's like really funny because i will sit and like spiral and i'm like i don't know how this works and like what am i supposed to do and then once again jade it's not that serious another thing that i used to do and i i still do that i'm working on is setting unattainable goals for myself oi let me let me catch my breath. What should I go make for breakfast? I don't even know. But yes, the mindset I had growing up was that if it was possible, I can do it. And that was my motivation for a while. And that got me very far places when I did not have a lot of opportunities. <laughs> and it's funny because... I got ex- there was a point in my time where I got exposed to so many opportunities. It is unbelievable. And with that same mindset, I'm like, okay, I have to take advantage of this opportunity because if I don't, it would be a waste and all of this would have been for nothing. But then the same mindset with all the other four opportunities. And that is where the un- the unrealistic goals for myself comes in because as much as I want to do everything well, when you're presented with so many different opportunities, it's, you know, I don't believe in the impossible, but it is impossible. If it's, okay, let me say it like this. It's impossible without sacrifice. So I'm sure if you want to be the best at everything, there are certain things in other aspects of your life that you're going to have to sacrifice. If you want to be Like, let's say school, for example, you want to take like the hardest classes and you want to get A's and all of that. Be prepared to sacrifice your social life, because that is one thing I can say. Definitely. You're you're not going to have time for like best friends, boyfriend, going out to um, social activities. If you because you're going to need time to study, you're going to need to make sure you do your homework because a lot of courses do provide a lot of like homework. 
And that's at that point, I realized that is not a sacrifice I want to make. So I am okay with being mediocre in medio in like above average classes. I will take I will take challenging classes. That's not the hardest, and I will do okay in them. I'm one thing about me in school. I'm aiming for a B. I say that because <laughs> I say that because listen, if I get an A, yay, I got an A. If I get a B. Okay, I got a B. That's that's what I aim for. If I get a C, it's like, okay, um, I definitely need to try a little bit harder, but we were close enough. And then the only time I would get a D is if I know like I did not try as much as I could, which is a whole other conversation. But um but with that, in compared to kind of aiming for an A, you kind of limit yourself in the what's the word I can say? you limit the the what's the word like you know like when you like congratulate yourself like the applause i don't know you limit the good feeling okay i can't think of like the articulate word but you don't feel as good because like you get an a it's like all right i did it you get a b it's like why wasn't that good enough you get a c it's like oh my gosh it's such a failure like just those mindsets when you change the scale I know I've been talking a lot because it's getting hot. Let me turn on my fan. Um, anywho. So, oh, I think, okay, I already touched on that. Overcoming the fear of failure. But something I do want to say is talk about the, f- the feeling of not being good enough. Because a lot of the times I, uh, I, have pre- I have prevented myself from a lot of opportunities in fear of thinking like I won't even succeed, which is where I say the only way to find out is to try. And a lot of times I'll be hard on myself where um, a lot of the times I'll be so hard on myself. I'm like, why couldn't you have done better? You should have. But then... I realized that these are not expectations I set for myself. These are me meeting other people's expectations and other people's ideas of who I should be. So that kind of that kind of sums it all together where I say you have to you have to answer the questions. Why am I the way that I am? And I hope, you know, for those of you guys who have been listening, have kind of gained some insight on why the way you are and maybe why the way I am, if you know me. But like answering why you the way you are, why are you doing all of this? Make like remember this is your life and every decision you make, every move that you're words i was on a roll okay just remember every decision that you make has to be for yourself don't live your life for other people they have their lives and best believe they're not living it for you and i'm not one of those people that's like oh you were only given one life so do like the best you can with it do whatever you want with your life because listen like you can listen to me you cannot listen to me i really don't care this is me just sitting here talking because i talk a lot and i know my friends are tired of me but i would say life is full of many opportunities and an infinite amount of possibilities experiment experience what life has to offer which is why i'm so big on just meeting different people having conversations seeing the different perspectives because 
you know, I know what my perspective is. I am a queer black woman who is an immigrant and who was also very educated. So I know my stance on how society views me through like just those those titles that I identify myself with and also how I express myself. I'm very assertive and I'm very direct. And those are things I take pride in because I know how to express myself. And knowing where how far I've come, that is something I'm very grateful for that I took the time to do because looking back, I know there was a version of myself who would be so surprised to see the woman I am today which is honestly amazing um oh i love how i've been rambling and i haven't even looked at my notes and i'm like i have a lot to talk about but we're gonna like try and wrap this up oh another another thing that somebody told me this goes with like the whole self-doubt the question of like can i do this what if this happens if you weren't capable, you wouldn't have the desire. And the first time I heard that, the first time it really stuck with me, that hit. Because a lot of the times I'm like, why do I want this so bad? Why do I keep trying? Why don't I just give up? It's because deep down, I know I can do it. I just know I have to put in the extra effort. So once again, if you weren't capable, you wouldn't have the desire. I will have burning desires within myself that something is just telling me don't give up keep trying and at the end of the day i do get it like i i do succeed it's because i deep down i knew i was capable because if i wasn't i wouldn't have the desire so then that goes with believing in yourself because you who know yourself better than anyone else does you are the one that came into this world with the body you were given with the soul the brain whatever you believe in and you are the one who has been with that for all these years, all these decades, however old you guys are. And I'm, that's another thing. Some people are old. And I know, and I don't mean that any type of way. <laughs> because from my perspective, I haven't been here for a while. And it's really funny because a lot of people will listen to the things I say. Like, oh my gosh, you're so wise. You're so intelligent. I'm like, I don't know, man. I just be talking. <laughs> but I definitely want to see just how i've grown and my perspective and just my opinions and my whole demeanor changes when i'm like 30 or 40 because it's like if i'm like this now imagine how i am in like 20 years like whoa and to how long has this been it has been 34 minutes perfect to end this off i want to remind y'all that none of this actually matters stop taking life so seriously um I try to use this as like a positive thing. I don't mean go and like be reckless and like harm yourselves because none of this matters. Da, da, da. I mean, when you find yourself getting stressed or overwhelmed over little things that you may think is the end of the world. Remember that life goes on. This one aspect of your life that you think is the end of the world is going to impact you for the rest of your life. It really doesn't matter. And this is definitely a concept that takes time to understand. And I hope you guys do. But just have the mentality that, listen, none of this, things only have as much power as you give it. And I think I touch on that more in another episode, but live your life however you want. Do things that make you happy. You know, have a definition for yourself so no one else can define it for you. 
<laughs> and on that note, I I think we will end today's episode. That was really good. I'm debating I think all my episodes I think I want my episodes to be between like 30 and 40 minutes. I feel like that's a good a good time for me to get my point across without it being too long and without me getting too tired. Is there anything else anything else I want to say? Um I want to do I feel like I want to finish season one by like January, February, take a break and then start season two in April. The only reason I say that is because it would have been a year since I kind of not started the first episode, but kind of started the idea. And I feel like that would be really nice just to see how I've changed and just to see how much I've grown because like, whoa, I'm on episode five. I did not think, if I'm being honest, I did not think I'd be this consistent, but I'm very happy that I did. And this is something that I am proud of that I have, I can say like, you know, I created this. This is something that I have produced. It is a reflection of who I am and something I enjoy. And I hope all of you will too. So on that note, thank you guys for listening and see you in next episode. Bye.